Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Boom. There we go. We're in. Yeah, we're in. Uh, we're in. Into the mainframe, dude. All right, all right. That intro, buddy, you got it. I have faith in you that you'll get it. First try try without any prompts, any cue cards whatsoever. I have faith in you. Go. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. Danny, you feel relaxed? I feel pretty casual today. Yeah, a little casual. I mean, I wore the I wore a hoodie. Mm. I'm wearing sweatpants right now. So okay, we're going. It's casual Friday on a Monday. Yeah, I'm here wearing, at the, the office. Yeah, wearing exactly what I wore to the office <laughs> today. So, um, all right, everybody, welcome back to the uh, the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's the internationally acclaimed Sydney Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and espresso. Yeah. <laughs> uh <Ooh>. i uh <laughs> um i am your host the uh the original recipe tom not the, none of that extra crispy bullshit oh yeah, original I, I feel like extra crispy has its merits eh. um the king of the butt rock click, click, and the crispiest of boys Tom. And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dan. It's Dan. I'm a little sad. Why? Because I'm just realizing that we have. Sun's getting real low. Dan, we have one episode left after this. One more. In the year of the butt rock. Sun's getting real low there, pal, huh? Uh, CJ White, 13, thank you for joining us again. Uh, as long as there will be no Nickelback, I can't make those promises. 2022 is going to be a different year. It's going to be a different year. We'll find a way to, to shoehorn Nickelback in there. Uh, I will find a way to not shoehorn <laughs> Nickelback in there. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we have one, we have to go out with a real banger. We do. We'll have discussions after this one's. This one's I pretty. Mean, uh, this one's a pretty solid one. This is a pretty solid intro, so I'm ready for it, especially all right. after all the espresso. <laughs> all so. right, everybody. <laughs> well, that was our fuel. Um, give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. We are the best best friends podcast in the world. Yeah. See, all that open space for the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Goddamn, this band sucks. If a song was Truck Nuts, it'd be this song. <laughs> this song is Truck Nuts. Oh, my God. Might as well just change their name to Salt Life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is a great, good intro, oh. man. I like it. This is the uh, this is the Calvin peeing on something, a Chevy logo of Metallica songs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is good. Yeah. This is getting me hyped. Getting you real hype? Yeah, I'm actually getting a little warm for this hoodie right now. Let's 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 settle it down a little bit. Okay. How long can we play this before we get kicked out? I don't know. We might even get a copyright strike. <laughs> Lars is gonna come in. Hey man. Hey, hey, uh, best best friends podcast. He's gonna give us a We're gonna give us a Napster cool. style lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, everybody. We're the best best friends podcast in the world. Thank you for joining us again for a uh, another episode as we inch closer to the old centennial mark, Dan. The old centennial. Yeah. The uh ciento for you, uh yes. since you're learning Spanish, right? Yes. Uh Saint Anger is far worse than fuel. It's hard to pick them. It's hard to pick which one's worse. Up? Can we throw those up on the uh Oh yeah. Boom, we got that. Uh <laughs> we've already addressed that one. Uh, and then St. Anger. I, I will say, I will agree. C- I, CJ is correct in that. <sighs> Reload is a dumpster fire of an album. Yeah. We just went through the whole disc, uh, the whole like song list and went, man, this is bad. We were like, oh, this song sucks. Oh, it's on reload. Oh, this song sucks. Oh yeah. That one's on reload too. <laughs> God damn. That whole band stinks. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> um all right everybody um do we, what do we do first uh we'll do a little housekeeping yeah all right um so as uh as always shoot us a follow on uh all all podcast, uh, pl- podcast platforms um yeah all all podcast plat well pl- all, all, all podcast getting a little ahead of myself i'm i'm running with the ball before i catch it that espresso is just coursing through your yep. veins it's kicking in there's a vein on your neck that's just been <laughs> throbbing over here <laughs> <laughs> um, i am uncomfortable over here <laughs> all right uh follow us on all uh all podcast platforms whichever one you like to use uh apple apple podcast spotify you can even amazon ask alexa yeah hey Deezer, D's nuts, whatever. Yeah, whatever Deezer is. I don't um, know who uses that, but yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, iHeartRadio, I think we're on that. I don't know. Eh, maybe. Who knows? Um <laughs> if it's a podcast network and we're on it, give us a follow, guys. <laughs> also, give us some ratings. What are those ratings, Tom? Five star party. Fiesta de Cinco Australia. Very nice. Cool. You've been really working on the Spanish. Yeah. I'm going to work on uh, rolling my R's. Australia. Oh, there. That was nice. <laughs> uh, guys, we don't care what kind of reviews you write. They could be scathing. They could be good. Uh, just give us five stars. Yeah, get creative with it, man. Get creative. Um, and uh, as always, we are a part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a independent craft beer uh, network of independent craft beer podcasts, much like our own. Uh, if you enjoy our podcast, you might enjoy some of the other podcasts on the network. They are nationwide. Nationwide. Nationwide, yeah. Got got some pretty good ones from Arizona I uh, just kind of peeked into a little bit. Nice. Uh, So you can follow them on uh, Instagram at Hopped Up Network and on uh, the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web. At (laughs) www. Well, it's HTTPS colon backslash backslash www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Is any of that capitalized? (laughs) It doesn't matter. Go back to the home. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Um, let's bring our guests on. Yeah, let's, let's bring uh, our guests on. Let's crack a cool one. This is gonna be a. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, uh, it's a nice. Uh, what'd you call it? A, a freestyle episode. Yes, we're gonna do a freestyle episode. So we're we're we have no structure here. Absolutely um, no. We're just flying we th- at the seat of our pants here. We threw the uh, prestige worldwide. Boats and hose. <laughs> um, Investors, possibly, possibly you. you. Um, yeah, so we're we're gonna do we're not uh we don't have a brewery on this week. 
We are not doing any specific beers. Uh, it should be a pretty good trials and tribulations to talk about on this episode. Oh, yeah. Not having a brewer this week. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so we actually brought on another Podca- craft beer podcast. Yeah. We're, we're podcast uh, collaborating. I know. We're doing. Yeah, we got. This is our first of two collaborations this week. Oh, I know. Ooh, it's going to be a busy week. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that one later. All right. So we're going to bring on. I already forget. John and Steve. Mr. John Steve. and Mr. Mr. Steve. And Mr. Steve. From Might Be Brews Podcast. Let's bring them on here. Oh, there they are. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, boys? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, are we on the internet? We are. We are. Live? We're live on the interwebs. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's a whole fancy thing. I'm trying to get. Yeah. Uh, now we're figuring it out. <laughs> we're figuring it out. Oh, that looks better. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming on. Of course. Um, Thanks for us. This is going to be. It's a, this is a new one for us. Well, I don't think we've had a podcast. We've never had a podcast no. on there. You know, we've talked about it in the past, you know, with scheduling and everything. A lot of it never worked out, but appreciate you guys coming in and uh, talking to us this, uh, this evening, man. It's going to be a Of fun course. Time. Thanks for having us. I yeah, think uh, have we, we've done other podcasts before, I think, right? We've done the, uh, the Fueled by Hops. Yeah. Fueled by Hops out of Pittsburgh. Okay. Yep. And right. what was the other Pittsburgh, John, we were on? Hop Nation? Hop Nation. Yeah, Hop Nation. Hop Nation, Hop Nation USA. Okay. That's, that's a pretty good one. Hops okay. just like really like nails down the name right there. It's like how many like variations can we throw hops in there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how do we fit hops into this name? Um, so like I said, we're going to do a, uh, we're going to do a freestyle episode. This is the, uh, the Rodney Mullen of beer episodes. There you go. So uh, do a little freestyle. Action yeah. There. Um, so we're all going to be drinking, you know, separate beers and talking about them. Talking a little about bit. So them. We're still going to have all that great craft beer content. Just, uh, Hell yeah. It's going to be a lot more jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to show how unfunny we actually are. All right. Um, so uh, getting into our first beer, yeah. I guess then. Um, so I'm going to go grab our first beer. And while I'm doing that, uh, just let us know, I guess, what are you guys drinking over there? So um, I was tr- kind of wondering, what should I do for this episode? Should I go traditional? Should I go, what should I do? I'm more of a traditional kind of guy usually. So I went the exact opposite direction. So I've got the pastry Pastryarchy, pastryarchy, banana, banana bread pudding Hefeweizen from Duclaw. Huh. Oh, wow. I'm anticipating eating this beer. <laughs> oh, so you're the Tom of the podcast. Oh, okay. But how do you know? Until you just- <laughs> Sounds like trash. But let's give it a shot. A he- I feel like I feel like Tom. You're just looking into your future right there, <laughs> like your future Tom who comes onto the podcast. I, I wish I could have a beard that luxurious. <laughs> I it was. I think it was like. Halloween? Yeah. No, it was a little bit. It was before Halloween. Mine grows in like Joe Dirt. Yeah, I get this like Count of Monte Cristo like mustache and like tiny little goatee or, like right here. Like I do sword fights with tiny swords, like the tiny thin ones. <laughs> Mine grows in like uh like Tommy Boy in the uh in the the diner after he gets hit in the face with the uh, the board. <laughs> it's not, not so, so much-, much here or here, but right around <laughs> yeah, here. Just yeah, just that just that little patch there. Uh, and so what Tom and I are drinking here is a little uh, Cross Keys uh, English pub ale from Rebel Hill Brewing Company. So we went exactly where Mr. Steve would probably go since he's more traditional over there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So did, did you guys crack? Dan? Uh, uh, yeah, Dan was the pre-cracker this episode. I know. I was... I listened and and they must oh, oh man! My God, we finally had a guest. I, I didn't like, know if you guys <laughs> cracked it already. Will he count. was holding me off. I like, was holding. I was, I was like, like <laughs> blocking him. I'm ready for a beer, and he's like, "No, that's not how this works." He's giving me the look like Tom I know told what I'm me. Doing. Tom told me this was going to be you know, freestyle. Hold on, we'll count you down. I heard the <laughs> and I was like, 
<laughs> I was like, wait, we don't crack? <laughs> so I don't know if I'm jumping ahead at all or not, but uh, when I was watching your guys' podcast the other day, when you guys were live uh, with Suburban, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, you were talking about pouring for Rebel Hill. So do you have a relationship with Rebel Hill? I am currently employed there, yes. Okay. So, yep, I am um, the bartender you'll see majority of Sundays. So Sundays are my day. I'm usually there, yeah, about nice. most so Sundays. <laughs> I, I was half paying attention, and you were saying pastryarchy, and I heard banana bread pudding. I did not hear Hefeweizen, so I was expecting stout. And then as it's pouring, I'm just getting this enormous nose and waft of terrible, terrible yeast. <laughs> like, I'm not at all interested in Hefeweizen or this style of beer. So it keeps getting worse. Like I, I, I was expecting bad. You. And then, yeah, you're piling it on. It's just terrible for different reasons for both of you. I was going to say, yeah. if it was going to be like, if you're going to have banana in it, cheers. Sláinte boys. Cheers, guys. If you're going to have like banana in something, like a Hefeweizen is like a perfect kind of choice for that because of the yeast and everything our buddy uh our buddy harry from experimental did uh that banana chip hefeweizen yeah which was really good it was kind of it kind of almost tasted like a belgian it's not that bad it's not so <laughs> when, when i when i got really close to it and i got some really good nose on it i was just like you were saying down there dan like i was getting the banana and that half you know um yeast kind of nose coming off of it and they were playing together and i was like oh maybe this is gonna work but for some reason tasting it i'm not really getting banana but i'm getting a lot of that clove i'm getting banana but i'm getting candy runt banana flavor okay oh you get like artificial banana artificial banana not the natural hefeweizen banana mm-hmm. type esters that can sneak in there on you <clears throat> hmm. i don't know why i'm not getting a ton of banana there's definitely clove in there. I can see yeah. that over taken over, but I just feel like there's that candy taste in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, I, f- see that. I feel with the style like clove and banana play really well because of just yeah the general style and everything. And then what else was in there? Did I hear like bread pudding or some other weird yeah. adjunct banana in there? Bread pudding. It says bread pudding, but what are they really <laughs> putting in there that's bread? It does say chocolate and cinnamon, which I don't really get, and nutmeg. <laughs> Of all the runs, bananas are the best. Oh, hard disagree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the oh, one. That's I that's the one I save at the bottom of the bag. It goes in the trash. Yep. <laughs> that's the candy corn of runs. Oh man, Just throw it all out. We have a serial killer in the chat. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. You know who also liked banana runs? John Wayne Gacy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me, but I'm not I'm not hating this beer. And I feel like the last time I had like a Saison or something, I was like, I feel like I'm starting to turn the corner on those. those I think ready I, yeasts. everything else is is covering up the yeast. OK, on this one. OK, Maybe yeah, it has something to do with it. So you're getting like a good balance of the adjuncts with like the traditional style there, which is I, I don't probably- know if I'd say good. <laughs> I would say uh, palatable balance. Yeah, I'm just surprised. I don't well, know. well, I expected a one, and it's like a two point five. Yeah, that's fair. It exceeds expectations, which is always good. Um, it, it's funny that you were when you were talking about that. I was just over at Rebel Hill yesterday, and um, the Greg, the owner, uh, had me try what was the what was it called? Sacrificial fruit. Okay, so it was a. It was a sour IPA and it was fruited with uh, strawberry. strawberry and banana. And I was like, well, I'm going to hate this because I hate banana. 
I hate banana. I hate banana flavor. Everything banana. Toss it. Drain pour it. That's crazy. And uh, <laughs> why is that crazy? Just because I, I think like what, 40% of like the desserts that you get from your wife who's Filipino probably involve banana in some way, shape or form. No, bananas are not allowed <laughs> around me. Sorry. I don't like a soft dick shaped uh, food going to my mouth like that. <laughs> well, you like the Ron Swanson when he's trying to take yes. the banana in. Yeah. You're just like. Eh. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it went it went over way more than. All right. All right, Benjamin. Come on now. <laughs> um, we. uh he he gave it to me and I was like, this isn't going to be any good. And it tasted nothing like the description. Like yeah, it, it, the, the IPA came through it, it, the hops that came through on it were really nice. And it kind of gave it like a, like an earthy taste to it. It kind of rounded out the beer. Um, you got banana on the nose, but it wasn't really on the palate. It, it tasted like a, just like a dry hop sour. I love how he was like an adjunct dealer to you. He was just like going to your arm and just like tying it up with a little <laughs> shot. He's like, how about you a little strawberry banana for this one? Just a little hit. He's like, I'm just going to give you a little bit and just to make you keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This um, one's free. This one's free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Next uh, one's going to have to cost you. You can't say you don't like it if uh, you can't say you don't like it if it's free. <laughs> uh, cucumber beers. Uh, we've had cucumber beers. On we the have. Yeah, yeah. We've had cucumber beers on the podcast. They've actually been very good. Um, but let's I talk mean, about this. Beer. Let's talk about our beer. Yeah. yeah. So we've got the Cross Keys uh, Pub Ale, which um, just a little description here from Untapped. And guys, uh, oh, God. we're trying to update it as best as possible. But you can follow our. I just uh, smashed you with some with I a know. bunch of <laughs> photos. yesterday. I know it's it, it's a one man it's a it's a one man band trying to put all of these on uh, Untapped. So I appreciate all your one patience. man one man band. I'm doing all the Untapped. I'm doing all the pictures. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta describe. I'm them. the bass player. I have to like go back like and remember. Effort. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a team effort, right? You're like the lead singer who just like goes in, doesn't set up any of the equipment. You're just there like, don't worry, guys. Got the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you can follow us on... Uh, incoming. <laughs> you can follow, that, that was hilarious. And I was like, I hate you so much. You just like, you just flooded my text message with like 12 photos. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I can't wait to put these up. Can't wait just, to take a paragraph, you know, write a paragraph for each of these. <laughs> but uh, yeah, follow us on our untapped... That's a best best friends pod. That's best best friends P O D. Um, so speaking of untapped here, we've got yeah. cross keys. Uh, it's brewed with Maris Otter, some crystal malt, and a smidge of special roast. Hopped exclusively with East Kent Golding. Notes of light marmalade, Melba toast, British earthiness, and all things beer. This is a beer flavored beer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, again, I was over at Rebel Hill yesterday and we, we were drinking, I was drinking this and I was saying that this is like a perfect pub ale. Cause this is what I expect from when it, when something's named pub ale, I think of just a beer, like a nondescript beer. Just, I'm, I want to sit at the bar and have a nice crispy beer. Yep. And, and this is, this Ticks all the boxes for yep. that and one. And we give it to you in both ways. We give yep. you a nice crispy carved up version and we have a hand pump and we like to use it. So it's on the hand pump as well. So when I hear pub ale, I think multi. I usually think of like an ESB, something like okay. that. Yeah. So this is like ESB light. So this mm -hmm. is just an English bitter, like standard pub ale. Uh, we do an ESB as well, but this is kind of like the light. This would be the lighter version of it. So you still get a lot of the earthy maltiness to it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it definitely has like that bready it's lighter, malty. It's a little lighter in color mm -hmm. than like an ESB. It definitely has that malty bready um, uh, flavor to it, like that Melba toast kind of flavor. Yep. Um, 
but it is it's much lighter um and crispier um and i imagine like i i would i would want this out of one of those old like copper coil uh <laughs> uh taps that taps, like yeah. you know it's coming out just ice cold i do i do appreciate it ice cold and like the hand pump like is it's a hand pump what it does to this beer and like brings out like the malt character to it and like gives it a softer mouthfeel. Uh, it does wonders for beers like this. It's a tough style for breweries around here to do really. Cause it's one of those things like if you make it taste like Boddington's, which is what it's supposed to taste like people say, Oh, you just made it taste like Boddington's, but that's what it is. Like that's the style. That's yeah. the pub ale. That's, that's a pub ale. Shooting. Yeah, the pub ale. I feel yeah. like it's a style that like has gotten popular in this area though. Like with like breweries like Forest in Maine and Ambler, like in southeastern Pennsylvania, um, you know, bringing these English styles back. And I, I keep hearing English English styles like Lehigh Valley doing it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like this whole eastern part of Pennsylvania, I've been hearing just you know, tons of people talk about English beers, which is kind of cool. And I mean, hey, if you can get a soccer following, you know, when you're opening at 12 and, you know, catch a little Premier League and get some pub ales out, it's good. You would think that's like what uh, what uh, the, the Larimer would be doing because they're right next to the soccer stadium. Yeah, right next to the so you got You got places like Bond Place up in Bethlehem that are just cranking out English styles. Oh, yeah, all the time. East Branch did a really nice pub ale a couple couple months back now. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, but it was very tasty. I think I saw that on their menu. It's a beautiful, uh, that's a beautiful brewery. I stopped in on my way through downtown. I was mountain biking out there and they have a, they have a nice, uh, they have a nice location being like above that restaurant and everything. It's kind of a cool, uh, cool setup they have. Did you get up onto the roof? Oh no, I didn't get onto the roof. I, I was covered like I was, I was covered in mud, so I, I was like an in and out kind of thing where I was like, don't look at me. Just give me a four pack and I'll be on my way. <laughs> so <laughs> next time is, is just killer. Oh, just is being it? Up outside and looking over Downingtown and they got really good food, too. That's an old firehouse, isn't it? It is an old yeah. firehouse. Yeah, that, that was where the uh, the Molly Maguire's used to be. Yeah. OK, I haven't been to East Branch and I was trying to figure out where they were and Yes, now that you say it's the old firehouse. Yep. Yes, I know exactly where it is. Um, yeah, and the restaurant downstairs, Estrella is a uh like Estrella. A, yeah, uh tacos y mas. Yeah. But um they do um they specialize in PA beers. So like they've got a really great tap list and I think it's almost exclusively Pennsylvania craft beers. I don't know if they do that on purpose or not, but yeah, I think so. now that I think about it, it's I'm like yeah, sure this it's is all, all I think that's yeah, it's good Levante for them. And, and workhorse and it's all not just PA, but all very local PA. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like such a smart thing to do because that's a lot of people that business. are drinking craft beer want to drink PA. local. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Especially a, where they're located. I mean, you right. have people who go out, they went there for East branch and then they're like, well, I can get a couple of other PA pours and get food downstairs. Like, yeah. And you know, it, it's nice because of how their entrances are set up too. It's, you know, just a quick little run down the stairs to grab some food and some beer, like on the first floor. So my wife loves her Estrella. She loves the watermelon margarita. So we'll go there often for dinner and then I'll swing up and grab a two of four pack or two on the way out and zoom on my yeah. way. It's okay. You don't have to say that your wife likes the watermelon margaritas. <laughs> it's fine here. We're, we're all friends now on the podcast. <laughs> you can confess your love for the margarita. I get down with the there's margarita. No, yeah, there's no shame in that. 100% say that. Do you get in that nice little glass and just oh, yeah. sip on I it? I don't do the, the the sugar rim, though. No. I can't, can't do, do that. that. And I, I don't do I the like frozen one. I got to do it on the rock. Yeah, I can't do the frozen. 
I've done the salt. I, I've done salt, the salt. Yeah. I've done. Haven't done the sugar in. Salt I usually on get ice. The, usually get the salt one on there. What did I do? Uh, you just sit yeah. our uh, yeah. headphones. There, there we go. We're still going. Don't worry. Yeah. Kevin um, said 100 on purpose. They they have a brewer's extension license. Yeah. Only BPA beer. So good info on Devin. Thanks for uh. Good on you, Devin. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Solid info there. Yeah, and then they've got R5 Wines that opened up next door to them, so uh, it's a nice wine spot. Oh yeah, they have a that's a big that's a big facility next to it too. Is like they have a big signage out front because that's how I that's how I kind of was like navigating to. I was like, I remember the firehouse being around here because I used to work I used to work for Molly McGuire's right when that opened, and I remember I was like, okay, I kind of remember where it is, and then I saw the winery first, and I was like, oh, it's right there. Yeah, I'd like to learn more about that because I, I do like a good red wine and I don't, I don't know anything about it. So I think I'd like to do an episode and with like somebody and have them like just school us on it. You might be on your own on that one. Okay. <laughs> He'll walk over and get his watermelon. He'll get his watermelon margarita and you'll just get your red teeth. You'll just have your red teeth over there like a like a 45-year-old like stay-at-home mom who's just like drinking wine all day. John's episode of Sex in the City at the winery. I'm Samantha. I'm such a Miranda. Um, did the wine get me or did I get the wine? You know, I'll 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 go on your side there, John. Uh I every time it's seldom that I have wine, but every time I have wine, I'm like red. Man, I like this. Yeah. I, and not even I can go I can go red or white. Okay. Um, but I'm like, I like wine. You yeah. know, I, I just I don't know why oh, I know why I don't have it as much because I like beer a lot more. But I know. Uh, you know, I've had some good there was one uh that I had recently that was a I think it was a red wine aged in or maybe it was white. I can't remember. It was aged in tequila barrels. Oh, okay. That might have been a white. I don't know about red wine and tequila. I've seen red wine white. and bourbon barrels before. But it, yeah, it was something something aged in tequila barrels, and it was really fantastic. I think you told me it was a white because you you I, you went out of your way to tell me about this uh, this wine. Yeah. And Tom, don't pretend that we weren't cultured back in our early uh, you know twenties, living together, <laughs> kicking back wine. Kicking back some some Franzia, some Franzia, some high end (laughs) Franzia, Franzia. a nice bladder of wine. All right, nothing nothing hits the spot more like a nice bladder of wine. Just slap the bag, guys. (laughs) I thought Mad Dog twenty twenty was going to enter the chat here. (laughs) Mad Dog has entered the chat. (laughs) You guys want to make bad decisions? You guys want to wake up in a strange place? Yeehaw! so uh, let's let's uh, talk to you guys about your podcast. So how did you guys get into doing a, a craft beer podcast? Go yeah. ahead, John, so take a take the lead there. Yeah. So um, when I so I feel like I haven't been into craft beer all that long, even though it's been a little bit of time now. But when I got into craft beer and had that beer experience, that was like, whoa! I just want to try everything. I started like reaching out on social media groups and beer groups on Facebook and stuff. And I, I wanted to organize a, um, a, a beer share, right? Like a bottle share. So I, I set up this, uh, this bottle share at a, uh, a restaurant nearby and a buddy of mine owned it and was running the kitchen. And he had this great party room downstairs and he wanted to grow his restaurant also. So he said, you know, have everybody pay 10 bucks to get in. I'll give you guys a shit ton of food. Pizza, wings, pizza, sandwiches, wings, cheesesteaks sometimes. Cheese like it was ungodly the amount of food. Like people would leave <laughs> with like five or six clam, 
you know, clamshell, whatever boxes each. But um, so, yeah, we started doing this beer share and it was a blast. And we just had so much fun sitting around bullshitting and just talking about anything and especially the beer. And, oh, I love this brewery. Everything I've had from them is great. And we realized we could just talk about it so much. We're like, man, we got to we got to turn this into a podcast. And my brother at the time was doing the um, the might be news network, which we're still a part of. We're still coming out on the network, but he was really doing a lot of shows and he was a big podcaster. So we kind of jumped onto his network okay. and started doing a beer podcast. And his his first episode of his podcast was Might Be News, which it was okay. all kind of news related. Okay. Um, they started a sports show, Might Be Sports, um, which is where Might Be Brews comes from, the, the kind of play on the uh, the different episodes. Got it. So that's the NB network, right? That he's got. Yes. Going. Yeah, NBN, NBN network. network. Might network. Be News Network. Nice. Very cool. <clears throat> I feel like that's something like we haven't got into like organizing bottle shares. I know we can share. We really have just been slacking on that. I mean, we started our craft beer podcast during a pandemic. So it's like bottle shares were a little hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) We were like, Hey, we're going to start a craft beer podcast. And then the world was like pandemic. We we really started it just so we could drink together. Yeah. Over the pandemic, like virtually. (laughs) It's interesting for us because, you know, we, we loved just hanging out, talking about it and, you know, it, it never was going to be this beer podcast where we were talking to breweries. We just would have a nut, like a different beer friend on so okay. me and Mr. Steve, we'd have another friend on, we'd all bring a beer. So it was kind of like a little mini beer share. We would talk about all the beers that we were having and whatever was going on, you know, around us. And then what was the first one? Levante? Levante was the first. Brewery yeah, Levante was like, Hey, I saw you guys are doing a podcast. We'd, you know, love to be on. We're like, that'd be the most amazing thing. Like I never expected that ever. Yeah. And um, so they came on first and they were just like hugely supportive of us and brought us a bunch of beer. And we were like, this is, you know, more than we ever thought would ever happen from this. And then it kind of just kept, you know, the momentum kept going. We, we really enjoyed having a brewery on. And um, then we, we just ended up making so many friends throughout the, the local beer scene. Uh, between breweries and just people in the industry that, um, you know, we just kept having more and more people on and people were reaching out and they get excited like, hey, we've got this big event coming up or we've got a new menu or we've got a new brewer, whatever the case might be. And then they reach out and like, hey, you know, we want to come on the show and try to help push that. So I really like that that dynamic that we have or that I like to think that we play a really cool role in the industry, hopefully. You know, I would love to say that we've got thousands and thousands of uh, followers and listeners and everything, right? But I, I think that um, when you have a really good experience at a brewery, it uh, it makes the beer better. And yeah. I hope that we can kind of bring that to people where they get to know the brewer, they get to know everything that went into building their space, what their history is, and maybe find something that resonates with them, you know, with whoever's watching with the brewer or the people that are on the uh, the podcast. And we can just help maybe build that brand up a little bit or totally. uh, whatever it is so that it just, you know, makes the experience better for whoever ends up visiting them. And everybody's got great stories. Even if just being in this industry for a small amount of time, you're going to have a great story. Just uh, the guy from Thompson Island hearing about his time over in Europe and the brewing that he was doing over there. I had no idea that story was going to come out until he started telling it because we didn't really like pre-interview the guy or anything, but just hearing these different tales that people tell, I think really resonates with a lot of different people to 
to hear those stories and then connect it to an experience where you might go there and try the beer or the food, I think is a, is a nice combination. Yeah. It, it brings a story to the beer. Like when people are coming to the brewery, um, you know, after listening to maybe an episode, there's, you know, a little bit more of a, you know, story behind it. It makes it a little bit more of a kind of a, a special outing for like people who may have heard of the podcast. They heard about Tom Silent and they're going there knowing like, Hey, there's a really cool backstory to some of these recipes based on, you know, what I heard on might be Bruce. So and it's awesome. Like to do that uh, podcast and support local businesses and stuff like that on like this kind of scale. It's, you know, you might, like you said, we're not, you know, thousands of followers or anything, you know, we're not posting like a ton of photos and getting a ton of followers from that. And like the, you know, social media kind of like, you know, beer people that we see all the time, but like, you know, we're, we're having fun. We're putting right. stories behind the beers and stuff. And it's, it's a good time. I, I always hope that we're like, uh, that we're kind of given a little bit of an education to people. Like I Definitely. put myself in like the listener's shoes. Like I never knew, about any brewers i never knew about any like the brewing process going yeah. on um so i always thought it would be very interesting to hear from the brewers that are brewing the beer that you're drinking yeah exactly about, you know talking about the beer that you're drinking yeah there's a story behind it so yeah. definitely want to hear it yeah that's the best when you're actually drinking one of their beers with them and have them talk about you know that recipe or what's going on because we, neither of us really have any brewing experience so like I don't know. I couldn't drink something and be like, man, you know, I get a lot of, I get a lot of cascade in this one, you know, or something like that. Like I could never do that, but, um, I don't know. I just, I think that, uh, it's, it is really cool to be able to drink a beer with somebody that made it and have them talk about it and just kind of share that with them. Yeah. It's great having that validation when you say something like I'm getting a lot of like the grapefruit and they're like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what, <laughs> and like, you're like, yes, cool. I got it. <laughs> I just try Chalk and descriptions up before we interview. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is this, this tastes like a, a little bit of a, a little bit of El Dorado on, yeah. <laughs> on mouth feel. <laughs> the, the overripe strawberry rind really comes yeah. through on that. Yeah. Well, sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm pulling a scam because like, I just imagine that people expect us to be experts and we're not, we just really like beer. Oh, like God. The time. That resonated so much with us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I really wish that like I could get some, I, I want to have somebody on that's like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, a Cicerone. Cicerone. Yeah. Cicerone. Yeah. Cicerone. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> like have one of those guys on and really like try to school us a little bit because I feel like every time that I have a good beer, I'm like, it's hoppy, it's balanced and that's about all I can say about it. I like the <laughs> that was yeah. actually our uh, our first craft, like official craft beer yeah. episode. Uh, we had Cicerone. a we had a craft beer cicerone on oh, uh, from nice. a restaurant in Reading uh, called Beerwall and Pen. He's now at Beerwall and Prince, uh, but he's the uh, head chef down there, Beerwall and Prince in Lancaster. Uh, he's a certified cicerone, so he kind of gave us a nice little education on the beers that we had there. And the owner That's of awesome. Beerwall is a master cicerone. He is a master yeah. cicerone. Yeah, which are uh, few and far between, but uh, we are. Oh yeah, yeah, we crushed that four percent beer. (laughs) How's uh, how are you guys doing with your banana pudding, Hefeweizen? I've moved on. Yeah, we put that down. (laughs) We have since moved on. Let's move on, Tom. Let's let's move on, Daniel. We went a little bit more classic for a second. Hell yeah! Oh Uh, yeah! Out the Storm King from Victory. You know what I'm realizing? If we keep now that we're in a new space, we said that we're in a new area for podcasting. We should have a little bit of a higher table here because I feel like we could fit. The beers across the beers right across the screen. That would look cool. Or and a people, shelf yeah. beer, maybe. It'd be like hash marks as you guys go across the uh beers there. It'll be yeah. like the strikeout. I'm excited to see what you do after four. 
We doing this one or are we doing Lake? Oh yeah, we're doing Lake. Yeah. So I'd like to hear about you guys. Um, you know, you said you started in the pandemic, but you know, how did what was when did you come up with the idea and and how did you kind of, kind of get things rolling? So the original idea for the podcast, uh, it was originally going to be called uh, Defend Yourself. Yeah. And it was going to be a comedy debate podcast. Okay. And the first Does couple... Mean, I like that idea. Does that mean debate about comedy or a debate that's very funny? <laughs> a debate that's very funny. Okay. <laughs> um, we like, couldn't debate Chris comedy. Chris Rock is the best stand-up of all time. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> that would go four <laughs> episodes deep and we'd be done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um. No, we uh we we com- started completely different. And if you go back and listen to the first, I would say like five to ten episodes. Yeah, it was a lot of comedy and conspiracy theories. Um, we did drink beer on the podcast, and we uh, like we briefly talked about what we were drinking, and mm-hmm. yeah, we were we were uh, kind of craft beer stands, so we always talked about uh you know craft beer and you know, th- thought we knew what we were talking about, and it got to the point where we kept talking about beer so much that uh, we agreed like why don't we just make this a craft beer podcast and just try and be funny because we weren't funny. It's just a comedy podcast. We're not that funny, but to like fill it in with some beer knowledge and some like, you know, Dick and fart jokes every Mm -hmm. now and then, you know, we're just going to have our, we're just going to have our friends on and do like a funny debate podcast. And Dan was, it was Dan's idea is like, Oh, I'll just bring a, I'll just bring some beer over. You know, we like craft beer. Let's start talking about it. Yeah, I'll just I, like pull whatever I had in my fridge. I'm like, yeah, I'm bringing some beer I over. I think our first one was Nugget Nectar. Yeah, we did Nugget Nectar. Um, and we would, you know, briefly go into that, like Dan said. And eventually we we started talking about beers more, rating them. Uh, and it, it's funny because we we prefaced everything with we are not experts in We any, are not. We're just talking about what we're drinking and how we feel about that so we were doing like craft beer ratings on untapped <laughs> um i like what mike says right here because i think i feel like craft beer does lend to some like you know i would say comedic debates mm-hmm. right there because obviously we didn't know what we were talking about but also like craft beer preferences and like just the craft beer trends yeah there are some comedic debates out there on what, right yeah what people think craft beer is or what like people try to like put craft beer into like certain categories and stuff. Yeah. So we, we, we ended up, uh, starting to talk to, we really concentrated on, uh, people on Instagram. Yeah. Like Instagram. We had our, like craft beer followers started yeah. following us. Yeah. So we started like reaching out to them. Like you guys kind of started with like your friends and like craft beer people who were just like buddies of yours. And then kind of, it just, you know, regressed on to, I guess our Stickman. first Stickman was our first. Yeah. yeah. So we had Ethan from Stickman on as oh our first. Oh my God. We were so excited for that. Too. I know we were stands. I we like, had a huge list of questions. <laughs> I was like up, like typing like cigarette in my mouth, like, <laughs> type, like typing up questions. I, I would say like a, a percentage of the reason I moved to Royers Ford was because of my proximity to Stickman. So oh, wow. that was, uh, I was like, Ooh, Stickman's like five minutes down the road. This is pretty cool. I like this house. And he's such a good podcast guest. Yeah, he has zero he has filter hard opinions. <laughs> yeah. zero yeah. filter, and he's yeah. just a hundred miles an hour from go. <laughs> yeah, just uh, he's so jaded to the beer industry. Oh yeah, such a wealth of knowledge, and you know, really great. Cheers. We haven't had him on yet, but I, I'd love to. But part of me wants to play the villain. Cause I know how he is, yeah. <laughs> even though I agree with like 95% of what he says, I just think it would be hilarious yeah. to 
battle back from the I'll other side. I'll just be like, oh, to be a heel for uh, Ethan. <laughs> oh yeah, just Casey come in with like so many adjuncts and stuff like yeah. that. So uh, you know, lactose is one of my favorite things. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> why would I not listen to the untapped ratings? Yeah. <laughs> people drink the beer; they know. <laughs> You'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about the beer that you're drinking of his. You're like, yeah, I mean, I really like this, but like, I don't like stouts too much. So I'm going to give it like one star on untap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not my style. Not my style. One, I'll still rate it though. Lactose, one star. If you put lactose in this lager and really hazied it up, wouldn't it be better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I noticed your West coast is really clear. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What did you do wrong in the brewing process that I can see through this beer? And oh my just, god, I, I'm just imagining that note to it. Oh, there the was hatred. that. Whole, do you remember that last year? Yeah. With, uh, what? Not double deuce. It, no, was. it was. Uh, they cleared up. Um, it was the one uh, with the bathtub on the cover with the sensible, sensible portions. portions. Yeah, yeah. So they did a different brewing style on sensible portions, and they cleared it cleared it up a little bit, but still, like, yeah, it was just uh, like a different recipe attempt, and people it just was better. Yeah, it was it, it was better. it was a lot better. Yeah, I would say that one when they went into that new style of brewing, like really like jumped out. It was awesome. And, Double uh, Deuce had to go back to its normal haziness, though. That was, was a good one. There was a whole Ethan had a whole diatribe on on uh, Instagram about yeah. the haze flavor, like eight slides on the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. They were getting. Yeah, they were getting. It was like right in the the midst of the pandemic haze craze. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he 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 had a hill to die on with yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so what do you guys drink? You guys are drinking Storm King over there. Yeah. You know, I I normally am not crazy about this beer, but it's I don't know what's going on with me today, but this is tasting like one of the best stouts I've had in a long time. To me, bitterness back in stouts is refreshing. Yeah. And this is a very bitter stout. It's yeah. not a sweet stout. It's not definitely not a pastry stout. And yeah, to me, it's just an imperial it's stout, just right? Makes me want to come back to it. Yeah, it's just yeah. an imperial. Talking about the espresso, the espress. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm getting in this. Yeah, roasted malts. That's like an imperial stout in its purest form, man. It's just you're getting that roastiness right there and the malt character. Delicious. You know this. This used to be the top rated beer on uh, Beer Advocate. Yeah. Like before the heady toppers and all those of the world, this was like the no number gee. one beer. That's awesome. Yeah, Storm King. It's um, weird that it's like seasonal now, right? Isn't it? Yeah, it was just sitting. You know, who's buying a case of Storm King in July? Isn't that what's crazy <laughs> about the industry? How like things are so popular, and then there's just so many options out there that some of the OGs just don't get the love or at least the sales that they used to. No. Yeah, I I agree. It's um. It's, I guess, saturated almost yeah. with how many, so, so many smaller breweries that like these, uh, I always called them the old guard, like the breweries that we all kind of got brought up with, like your victories, your sly foxes, your trogues, yeah. all of like, they were like the old guard of craft beer who just like, yeah. you know, they stood the test of time and they're just basically surrounded by a lot of smaller breweries that are getting a lot of hype off of, you know, they were, they were the breweries that were in the, the pizza shop next to the three you know, uh, domestic. Yeah. You had your domestic yeah. side and then you had that little part of the cooler where you're like, Oh, I can get uh, was, what we used to get a uh, Troganator. Troganator. What was the Baltic thunder? What yeah. was the, the Baltic Balt Porter, ba yeah. the Baltic yeah. Porter from victory. Mm -hmm. It was uh, called Baltic thunder, I think, mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. That one was amazing. Yeah. It, Storm they King, Dirt their, Wolf. Uh, Dark Wednesday. They had some, uh, some Baltic on tap. Did they? they did. Oh, that's awesome. It was, good. It was very tasty. Troganator was the one though. 
Yeah, Troganator was definitely one. Uh, and then we had Yards Brawler, too. Yep. That Yards was, Brawler. Like, Yards is another old guard. Mm -hmm. These, you know, they were, you know, they were bigger and they started getting bigger as these other smaller breweries started, like, kind of filling in. Yeah, when we first started uh, drinking beer, it was like we were like the, I guess, like, kind of the original haze craze, but we were with dark beers. We were like, we need it darker. Yeah. And I, I more just, viscous. I enlisted in the IBU wars and I just wanted anything that was just like cat piss resin. I want, I want the heaviest IPAs you could find. <laughs> I talk about the, uh, the bitter board, the bitter wars of, mm -hmm. what was that like 2012, 2013? Yeah. The palette records. Yeah, the, the IBU wars. I always call it like an, anything above a hundred, you can't tell the difference. So yeah, it's like <laughs> this is seven hundred IBUs. You gotta get it. <laughs> it was like hop slam and all those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hop hog. Yeah, hop suplex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> well, it's still around. Did they? I thought they got. The, they, they got. They had to change the label. They had to change the label. Yeah. yeah. The ultimate warrior needed his cut. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that was that was such a an awesome awesome label that was the first time i heard of uh, any brewery getting a c and d yeah that was the first like vince mcmahon was looking at that like not on my watch <laughs> part of me really likes that beers do those kind of fun labels and kitschy and bring back our childhood part of me is like no you can't see other people's property like <laughs> what are you thinking you can't do that yeah but no like, i mean it, it makes perfect sense <laughs> but yeah, um, my my favorite one was uh, I had a buddy that used to work for uh, the Colony Meadery up in Allentown. Um, so they made these meads, and I said, "Yo, why don't you make a Joel M mead?" Oh, uh. so he's like, "That's a great idea. What should we? What flavor should it be?" And there was all these rumors about Joel drinking Shirley Temples. Uh, Shirley Temples. Yeah. So we made it a Shirley Temple flavored mead, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be this huge hit, right?" He sends me a picture of the label and it's Joel. Like there's <laughs> oh, no man. hiding it. He said it was out for like half a day before the C and D came in. Oh That's yeah. Hilarious. You have to, <laughs> you have to do it. Like you have to do it somehow where people go, they, they, they can see what it is. It's kind of like not. lost tavern did it. They did the step over like mm -hmm. Iverson step over, but they mm -hmm. did it like almost like a mosaic a little yeah. bit or like a watercolor. <laughs> there's a, there's a beer that was released or announced today uh, that, could potentially get seen, indeed. Oh yeah, from a local brewery by you, Dan. Oh really? Which one? I'll bring it up. I'll okay. bring it up. I don't want to. I don't want to name names. I don't want to be that guy. Um, I, there's another one in uh, Locust Lane. They do a good job with their mosaics on uh, on their labels. The game day IPA. The game day. Yeah, yeah, game day. Yeah, and I mean they do so many things for like uh, Penn State and like. Uh, like Thon and everything. So I feel like Penn State would like look the other way, especially Locust Lane is, I believe, a road right by their fraternity in Penn State. Yeah, and that's what it's named it after. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they already had that label out last year. Oh, did they? Yeah, dude, that beer rules. Yeah, I'm excited because it's, it's Bell Schnickel uh, uh, Shoe Fly Pie Ale from Stickman is coming out this week. And it's if you guys are familiar with The Office, so it's uh, it's Dwight as Bell Schnickel. Not, really. <laughs> Not really coming through, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, w I get excited when I saw that because I was always excited when, uh, Lancaster put out the shoe fly pie Porter. Yeah. Um, that was like a, that old, once old guard right there yeah. too. Uh, wait, what do we got here? B O H F Y I. I don't know what that means. 
Oh, I, I thought know. it was something. I thought it was an inside stick for you guys. No, nope. nope. <laughs> you know, what does that stand for? I don't know. Did we just get a cease and desist? We might. Have. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still on the internet? Check your email. Uh, Somebody Google that and, and put in the comments what VOH stands for. What does VOH stand for? Let us know. Yeah. I'm um, going to Phoenixville on Wednesday, but yeah, I, every t- I always pass Stickman at 113 and 401, but they're never open when I'm there. Yeah, I don't know what their hours are there. I mean, I'm a Roars Ford stand, so I always go to that one. Um, so I'm not sure what 113, but I know they have all of the hours on their website because I had to check the other day when I had off too. Um, but yeah, that's a great one to pass through. Their menu is kick ass at that location on 113 and 401. Yeah, I'd like to actually have a beer there. That'd be fantastic. So were you were you a Phoenixville guy that went to Royersford? You were talking about Molly Maguire's and Rebel Hill and all this stuff. So So I grew up outside of like both towns, actually. I grew up like in the O and J, like Bucktown area. Yeah. Yep. And I, you know, I partied a lot in Phoenixville. I did some bar backing, you know, tried to, you know, tried to be a bartender in Phoenixville, it didn't really work out. And then I came back and you know, started bartending at Rebel Hill and you know, kind of became uh, you know. Just started doing that. So I've always been in the area. So like the craft beer, yeah, I've always been a fan of Stickman. I mean, fell in love with Rebel Hill when I started having their beers. One of the reasons, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to get a job there is because I like their beer. So I, I don't, I wouldn't work at a brewery that I didn't like their beer. So I'd like to, um, I, I haven't been there. I mean, I've had a couple of their beers, I guess at festivals, but I haven't actually been to Rebel Hill and, and the place that I go, um, that I go every once in a while, do some consulting work, and it's like right across the street from there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like looking at the West Side, you know, Rebel Hill sign. Oh, that's crazy. I yeah. Yeah, stop in anytime. Um, so it's always early. I'm always there, like, and leaving before lunchtime, usually. <clears throat> I got the uh, I got the answer, guys. Uh, VOH.FYI is a spam bot comment on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I think it takes you to a porn site. It does, uh, because you just you just popped it up. I literally just he had it on his other monitor, and it was just like tits for a second. I was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> like, what's going on over there? <laughs> like, who are I'm we not, talking you know, to, Aslan?" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, Tom's on a mission here, typing out." All of a sudden, it was just like tits. I'm like, "What are you doing over there? Listen to this conversation." <laughs> I didn't think you were announcing your side gig yet, Mr. Steve. Uh, yeah, my OnlyFans. I got to tell you guys. <laughs> oh, uh, come on! I've been, I've been trying to put I out OnlyCans. I pay you not to look at me. (laughs) (laughs) So we were trying to get the website only cans so we can do premium beer content. But uh, obviously only cans is yeah domains already taken. Yeah, we tried. (laughs) Uh, Harry was going to was going to buy it for us. Yeah, Uh, we had a friend who was going to who was going to float the dough for the domain and we were going to make only cans a thing. Yeah, to be premium beer content. Genius. I was going to just sell. uh, It was going to be beer cans and feet picks. I was just going to make a killing (laughs) off of it. Hey, just take a little percentage, like a credit card. I don't know. I got the I got these cute little Hobbit feet, so like I feel like I can make a buck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that's um, wild. <clears throat> so we're drink Dan. We're drinking uh, Lake by uh, by New Trail. Trail. Yeah. So yeah, we have a right little yeah. triple IPA action. Uh, does you not drink like this? a triple, FYI. No. So uh, yeah, this beer. What is it? 105 percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had it up here before I was uh, porn spammed. Uh, Lake is a hazy triple IPA brewed with pillowy oats, deeply hopped with Amarillo, Simcoe, and HBC 472. HBC 472 is an experimental hop known for sweet fruit, woody coconut, and brilliant vanilla characteristics. Expect notes of sweet stone fruit, high tropicals, and deep orange. Yeah. So one of our listeners... Uh 
did a little private chat to me over here about uh-huh. what VOH stands for. What is it? What does it stand for? Vagina or hand. Oh, that's why. It t- <laughs> that's why it takes you to a porn site. <laughs> gotcha. Well, why is it well, dot FYI? <laughs> why? Why is it vagina or hand? For your information, I don't know, <laughs> but that was it. <laughs> all right, all right. Who, who hit you with that? I don't want. I don't want to call him time. out and have his wife get mad at him. Okay. All right, fair. <laughs> but you know, he always kind of pops in every now and then. Okay. Friend, a friend of you know, pre-podcast friend. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you know, you know. Um, yeah, this definitely does not drink a strong melon taste yeah. on this. Um, I'm usually not a fan of the uh, the hazy IPAs that do like the the strong melon rind, like almost like ripe cantaloupe. Um, just because I feel like it takes away from the bitterness. I'm more of like a grapefruit, uh, citrus kind of it's like a bitter fruit. Yeah, bitter fruit kind mm-hmm. of IPA drinker for this. Um, but. I mean, for 10%, this is going down quick. Yeah, it's got a, just a little tinge of booziness to it, um, but, you know, nothing that's standing out real big. I don't know if it's gazing into that wonderful beard that Mr. Steve has over there that just has me drinking this down, but I don't know. It's going down. I just keep staring into his eyes, and I look at that beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like he has, like, an axe just leaning up against his chair right there, <laughs> and he's just like, I'm just going to go out and fell a tree, guys. I'll be right back. <clears throat> I uh I picked this up at uh there's a, a uh I don't know I don't know a beer bar I guess a bottle shop yeah technically I, but they're a restaurant too okay so they have a bottle shop in the tap house uh called Barley Mo in Reading West Reading and uh did not realize that it's a ha- it was a triple I saw I was just grabbing stuff and uh, I saw hazy and I saw neutral and I was like ah oh, this should be good yeah standard issue I yeah. I feel like neutral kind of excels in that region. You know, they put out like eight almost every release. So, yeah. And uh, yeah, I got home and I looked. I was like, oh, triple. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not the big triple. Yeah, I'm not I've, a huge triple guy. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not either. I can't remember a triple that I've actually really enjoyed. Yeah, I yeah, was not, not. Not too often. I was not big. The big one was uh, was a pointing north. Pointing North was, uh, I would say, Levante and New Trail. That wasn't a triple yeah, though. That was an. They called it an Imperial, but it was still ten percent. Okay, so it was yeah. essentially a triple. Yeah, it was a triple. They didn't um, like market it as right. that. That was like the big hype. It was, you know, hype, and then there was the people that were like, "This is garbage. Worst beer ever." Yeah, they did, they did Pointing South recently, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they it was a West Coast IPA. Okay, yeah, yeah. They South, fin- Southwest. So they did Pointing South right after North. And then they did an East Coast IPA pointing east, and they just did pointing west, which was a West Coast IPA. And I mean, they finished strong on a West Coast. That was a that was a really good West Coast on that. Uh, the Neutral and Levante collaboration on that. So, I believe it's still available at Levante, and I saw it at Neutral when I was up there okay. like a few weeks ago too. So, um, but yeah, this <clears throat> this drink. I was struggling with this cork. And yeah. I was expecting it to make this grand, huge pork yeah. pop. I was like, yeah. you you were very brave opening that. I swear, every time I grab one of these, I take the, uh, what do you call this this guy? Cage. Take the cage off. And every time I do, I immediately put my hand over the cork just in case. Like, <laughs> I never, he like took this off and then was just holding it open-ended with the cork there. And I'm thinking to myself towards, like. It was always towards you. Like, you this notice. is here for a reason, right? Like there's yeah. a chance this thing's going to pop. Like, He's so just, I'm always like extreme caution like as soon as this thing moves off the top of the, the bottle i'm putting my hand right over the cork and i'm gonna you know 
take the cork off very carefully away from everything just in case it explodes. So I, I uh, commend your uh, bravery, I guess. I knew what was up. Mr. Steve's <laughs> down there just staring down the barrel of a Red Rider BB <laughs> gun, just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I just aimed it at my beard and it <laughs> caught anything. <laughs> ah, what's, what's wrong? I got two eyes. So you guys, you guys are going with corked beers there. So what do you, uh, what are you guys drinking? Yeah, you were talking about Trogue, so I figured let's bust out a uh, bourbon barrel aged flying mouflon. Barley wine aged in bourbon barrels, bottle 2017. Oh, wow. It's an OG. Well, you had me at bourbon. Now you had me at 2017. <laughs> a little the pre-pandemic booze. action. A lot of booze mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of booze. What would you say? Did you say the ABV? I did not. I'm sure I it's I think it's 11, 11 change. 11.5. I don't are, know if I, if I like the nose on it. It's reminding me of something that's uh, guys are smells rugged. Boozing it up over here. I know. It definitely right? smells rugged. It smells rugged. It I, smells dr- like something I drive I here, so I usually like, oh, let's keep it light. <laughs> it's, uh, it kind of smells like that uh, old horizontal that we had from like 10 years ago. The old horizon. Old horizon, yeah. <laughs> Yo, these guys let me call old old horizontal old horizon for like an hour and a half. <laughs> nobody corrected me. And I'm listening back to the episode. Like what is wrong? Why did nobody say, Hey, stop right now. You're, you're saying it wrong. Correct me. And then move on. We were all drunk on old horizontal. <laughs> uh, Mike Fisher wants to know how that 2017 held up. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't yet, tasted it. I keep, I keep smelling, smelling it. it. And it smells like something that just, you know, just smells like the inside of a barrel. It smells like every man, every men's like a uh, personal care product yeah. anymore. Bourbon. No, no, it, I want to say like, it, it reminds me of something that, uh, bourbon and cedar I've scraped wood. off of my shoe. It tastes smoother than it smells. Yeah. It doesn't taste as harsh. Yeah. Barley wine in it, like a bourbon barrel should be pretty, yeah. pretty smooth. You're going to yeah. get a, you're going to get what, a little bit of heat from the booze, a little hot on your lips, probably. I feel like I'm getting a little talking dirty to me like that. A little, yeah. hot, little hot on the lips there. Yeah, no, it's 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 actually not as hot as I mean it is it is old, but I'm not getting a ton. I mean I'm getting bourbon, but I'm not getting like a liquor hotness. Yeah, oh, okay. Hot. It's very smooth and and a little thin almost. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm even though it's a big a big beer, somehow the, just the way that the the balance has maybe fallen off that like it kind of is this like big sweet caramelly you know bourbon flavor up front and then it just kind of dives off and, and just feels a little bit of thin that's, and watery at the end that's nice that the age kind of melded out a yeah. little bit i guess i maybe we might be like a year or two too late yeah, yeah. i was gonna say isn't like two years usually the sweet spot i'd say for like a for a barrel age beer yeah. yeah like after you buy it like let it sit for like two years usually before cracking it that's usually a sweet spot I, that's what i've been told so Guess those uh qu- that quad that I have from uh two thousand is not going to be good. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just had like it was one of those things where I had a couple of beers that were like in the back back fridge. Like I've got it's weird. I've got two beer fridges and like one of them just like beers never leave. It seems like it's like they the get Hotel California. <laughs> I put two beers in front of the other one. <laughs> yeah, it's like the land of misfit toys. And they don't eat. I feel like you're going to open that quad and there's just going to be spirits coming out. Like, Ooh. <laughs> so I have, so one of the beers that got me into craft beer is a, is a Belgian. It's not a quad. It's a strong ale, but it's basically a quad, uh, from a golden Corrales, uh, on Kaiser Blau or something. I thought you were just going to um, end it there. You you ever, it was a beer from ever, golden corral. <laughs> if you ever see a, um, a picture of a beer with a knight 
uh, in the color blue. That's, that's what it is. So I started collecting them. I have like 2010 through 2019, I think. Oh, so you treat um, them like Hess trucks. Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Adult Hess trucks. Um, but one time I went to Shangy's up in Allentown and they had a 2006 and they had a 2000 just oh. sitting on the shelf. Hmm. So I was like, I got to buy this to see what it's like. I might bust that out at the next beer share, actually. Yeah, we should do that. I, you know, we were talking about beer shares earlier, and I kind of want to bring one back, too, because I feel like we started podcasting and it became a, a beer share a little bit. And then we were just getting together a lot. But I feel like, uh, well, obviously pandemic related, but, um, you know, now now that it's, you know, a lot of us are vaxxed or whatever. I, I don't know. I just would like to see us get a, get back together and maybe do that every once in a while. But there's poker there's podcasts, there's like a million other things going on, but we should try to figure a way to do that, you know, every other month, maybe something like that. Gotta find a spot. Yeah. It's just something nice of like to do and not have to be like, oh, we're not, you know, we're not recording, you know, we're just hanging out and enjoying some beer, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, no. Why do we have to be online? Everybody leave your, leave your phones at the door. It's like a like a swinger <laughs> party. We'll have that little fishbowl. Put your phones <laughs> in here, guys. <laughs> Just worry about VOH. That's yeah. All, that's all you worry about. That's VOH. how I'm going to introduce myself to everyone. Hey, what's what's going on, VOH? VOH here. VOH? I'm just imagining it. That's, that's when, you get to the, when you get to the bottom of that 2000 Belgian. VOH? <laughs> Anybody up for a little VOH? <laughs> definitely, we need a beer collab with somebody and have it be a VOH style something. Yeah, but it's got to be like, we got to line that up. Like, it's got to be, you know, uh, Vic's Secret. Uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah you know i don't know what's an o i'm sure there's going to be a hop out there called well, like obsidian do, or something you could do oats for like the mouthfeel right there so yeah 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 big secret oats and uh heller towel yeah oh jeez oh <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna swim well no <laughs> <laughs> you just call it voh and it's like Virtue of hops. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Have VOH on it real big. That's a good idea. Yeah. You guys have all the good ideas. The websites, the, the beer I- names. Idea man. Idea guy. Yeah, idea guys. <laughs> um, all right, Dan, you want to get into this? Uh, do you wanna, yeah, let's you get, get another get a, crispy guy. Get a little crispy here. We're going to go a little haunted house action. Oh, yeah. we're uh, This one's haunted, so it's possessed. Uh, do you have uh, glasses? Do you want to grab the, uh, okay. the the whiskey glasses back there? Yeah. For my whiskey bar that hasn't been touched in about a year. There's I'd like to do that too. I'd like to do a whiskey tasting with somebody. I think that would be a lot of fun. There's a place up you in You had me at whiskey tasting. <laughs> Hello. There's a uh there's a place up in uh where is it? Peddler's Village. That does New Hope New Hope ish. Doylestown, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it Doylestown? No, yeah, New well, New Hope is uh Peddler's Village is in New Hope. Ish. Yeah. Uh, I think so. But uh they, there's a place up there that you can uh, brew your own or brew or make your own uh, bourbon and they like barrel it up for you. Like it's like a lot of like uh, like bachelor parties do it and stuff, but I'm sure you can just get a bunch of people together and do a bourbon batch and then you, you barrel it and then later you go up and you taste it. We were just talking about something like that recently, right? We were talking about uh, like the a homebrew one-stop shop like yeah like people come to you to brew beer yeah i was like man i I never even considered that 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 business already exists but i don't know any around us but like imagine if 
you know, you and five or six buddies could pay a fee to come in on a Saturday and brew with somebody and then come back in two weeks and have your beer. It's like one of those dumb uh, wine and painting places, but, <laughs> but for guys. Yeah, you said the exact same thing. <laughs> like the painted plate, but with beer. Yeah. But we're brewing. It's dude charge stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. $50 a person, maybe. I don't know. That probably doesn't even cover like. Dude, if you, you know, just call if, it like, if, like we want a double dry hop, you're like, okay. If you just call it dude shit, people just go there. You, oh, I'm going to dude shit to brew a beer with my buddies. <laughs> We're gonna brew a beer, probably make a shelf. It'll be a good time. <laughs> it sounds Carpentry, like something from South Park. Brewing yeah. and uh, axe throwing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw some axes in there. We're gonna brew a beer, probably change the oil in my Acura. You know, yep. we'll see what happens. Learn how to properly oil my beard. You know, honey, it's dude shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, man. So uh, we are going to be cracking into Adept by Hidden River Brewing Company. Uh, so this is a New Zealand Pilsner hopped with NZ Cascade, Ooh. Pacifica, and Nelson Savon. Uh, freshly baled. Uh, I love their descriptions because this is going to get real corny right now. Freshly baled alfalfa, lime peel, Ooh. and white pepper, honeysuckle, crisp, clean barley, earthy resins through finish. Hey guys, don't try and try and forget that we fired our whole kitchen staff during the pandemic. Oh god damn. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Shots uh -huh. fired. Yeah. It's also nice to have a, a hidden river river beer that isn't a an IPA. That's true. <clears throat> but uh didn't we just have a uh we just had another New Zealand uh Pilsner, didn't we? Uh yeah, we had Sickman's experimental. Yes. Yes. I think I like New Zealand hops. I think every time I have a New Zealand beer. I think every time I say this too, every time somebody brings up New Zealand, I'm like, I think I like New Zealand beer. You like your beer yeah. down under. So yeah. uh, Brazilian or uh, not Brazilian, uh, New Zealand and Australian hops have been like huge right now with breweries because of contracts. Um, there's a ton of them going out uh, for the last almost year. Like people have been able to get New Zealand and like Australian hops. I mean, obviously Galaxy from Australia is huge. Like everybody wants Galaxy. It was the dankest hop. It's gone through a lot of changes, mm -hmm. but you know, it was the most sought after one of those like high end, it would say like bougie hops right there. Yeah. Um, but New Zealand hops, you know, people got in these contracts because everyone likes New Zealand hops in their IPAs, but they had these contracts where it's like, how many New Zealand IPAs can we make before we have to switch to something else? New Zealand Pilsners, uh, Root Down talked to us about it and they did a New Zealand Hellas. So they did like a Hellas lager with New Zealand hops and it was mm. pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's really like the industry, like, you know, trying to like cope with the fact that, hey, we have a ton of New Zealand hops. How can we not make another hazy? Yeah. What uh, Suburban, what Xanadu had a bunch of New Zealand hops in it. It did, right? yeah. Um, contracts. Yeah. And contracts and like the yield. This year's yield has been very good, oh, very yeah. tasty. New Zealand, I mean, it was so good that when uh, New Trail did five different flannel weathers, all with New Zealand hops, different New oh, Zealand wow. hops, they did five variations. So, yeah, Dry Hop Prima Pills uh, mm -hmm. from Victory. They had um, Motueka in there. That was a New Zealand hop. Man, you guys know your shit. I'm I'm impressed by the the hop knowledge. <laughs> this is a I have a boner for New Zealand hops. So, <laughs> did you guys did you guys try the double dry hop Prima? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wait. We had um we had Rich from the Victory in Philadelphia. He's the guy who kind of like headed the experimental systems at Victory. We had him on the podcast, and he brought the last trial of dry hop Prima pills before they actually the one that actually went to market. 
Um, give us like six crowlers. That guy, Jesus. I had to, I had to, I had to Uber back from Tom's house here because we had like six crowlers of experimental beer. That guy, I mean, if you guys, you guys should definitely have him on. He's just interesting conversation all around. He loves podcasts. So, so he was, he's basically the, he's the head brewer, but it's, he's on, he's on, he's the head brewer on like their pilot system. Pilot. Yeah. He does all the experimentals. Like, so we had a, uh, a, triple ipa which was their belgian golden monkey yeast Tri- and a yeah. hazy triple monkey cool. yeah uh, which was really good. A lot of monkey. we had the uh <laughs> yeah they marketed it as their triple ipa but el at the philadelphia yeah. location it's pretty cool so uh victory just opened up their new philadelphia tap room and richie is doing the all the brewing down there they're about to have their first releases on that yeah. system soon so he's getting to do like all kinds of experimental stuff on a bigger you know, bigger system, uh, more barrels. Yeah. Um, and it's going to all be released through there. And I guess they're going to use that to, if something sells like wildfire, they're going to say, all right, well now we're going to do it on the big system and, you know, sell that yeah. like they did with I'm the, glad. like the double dry hot Prima pills, double dry hot Prima pills was such a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're doing a little bit more of that stuff. It seems like, cause I feel like they kind of lost their innovation a little bit over the past, I don't know, five, six years. I know. With the expansion and them trying to get, you know, they're trying to get big, like not, not local big, like everywhere big. Yeah. And so I'm good, glad to see them trying to dip their toes back they into kinda, that market. They kind of started to rest on their laurels. Yeah. Know? Yeah. They, uh, they got comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you get, like we said, you get that big, you're like the old guard and everything. Uh-huh. So it's awesome. And they have like, they're about to have their first releases from that system and, it's going to be incredible. Like they're going to do a hazy. Um, they're doing a dunkel, uh, a dark lot. Well, we, we had it as the dark lager right. on the episode. Yeah. They're going to, they market it now and they redid the recipe. It's going to be a dunkel. So that's going to be pretty awesome to see. Uh, it's called William Penn. William Penn. talking about Philly? I think he's talking about the Philly location. Uh, they had a classic. It was like a classic lager. They called it. Um, and then they had like, a couple of other, I mean, they had a couple of the experimental ones we had. They had a strong lager that was pretty incredible. So it was like almost like an Imperial Mars in like a 7% Oktoberfest. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. That's it, a good idea. Actually. It was pretty incredible. That Brickworks in Delaware does an Imperial Pilsner that I just love. It's like their best beer, I think. Nice. We got to try that sometime. Uh, Fish loves Dunkel. Uh, Dan and Tom love Dunkel. I, I love how Mike Fisher uh, talks to himself in the third person. <laughs> He's like, mm, yeah, Fish and loves g- Dunkel. And gave himself a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, uh, it's funny. We were talking before the podcast. Uh, this is kind of like an opposite uh, a beer take for us because Dan brought the crispies and I brought a triple IPA and a yeah. and an adjunct stout. I I have a drought of adjunct beers in my fridge right now because I just I've gone through them all and now or I've gone through them and now I just have a bunch of crispy boys because I know like the hops aren't going to fall out as right. fast and you know they're yeah. they're not as like a quick as like a drink fresh. I can mm-hmm. keep them in the fridge and get back to them. And uh, some of these were relatively new, so I had to bring them in here, but. This uh, New Zealand is just super, super refreshing, super refreshing, super crisp. Um, the floral and the citrus notes that you're getting from the hops that were chosen for this. Um, you get a lot of like uh, white grape from the Nelson mm-hmm. Savant. Like you get a dryness to it, like a white wine, white grape kind of finish to it. It's beautiful. Yeah, this is just like you said, this is a, a beautiful beer. It's a <clears throat> really drinkable. 
Uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, AB ABV? Low baby, four point eight. So crush it. Uh, you can just burn through these. Uh, and we've super been clear. Through them. Yeah, super clear. Um, just real crispy, real tasty. Um, I mean, I got really thirsty talk, uh, thinking about Mr. Steve's uh, OnlyFans, so I started drinking <laughs> really fast. VIP thirty percent off. This week only. <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, I'm what, a Venmo you. What? What? Uh, what kind of beers do you guys tend to lean towards? I really try to hit everything, um, but I do lean towards more. If I'm going into the beer shop today, I'm probably getting some sort of traditional lager pilsner. And that's just where I'm at on my beer evolution, I think. I think a lot of people, they get into the industry or not industry per se, but just trying different craft beers and they get into a stout or they get into the IPAs and they get into this and they go crazy. And then they kind of come off the other side and then they start craving those cleaner styles, I'll call them. Um, and I think that's kind of where I'm at in my beer drinking. I'll still try anything. I'll still try the, uh, you know, banana bread pudding Hefeweizen, but uh, I'm definitely leaning more towards lagers and Kolsch's and, and those sorts of things right now. Yeah, I, I think I like, you know, most styles of beer. I'll say most. And it really just depends on the mood because there's times that I'm just in the mood for a crispy boy. There's times that I just love, um, you know, lagers, pilsners, Kolsch's, things like that. And then a lot of times I really like hoppy stuff. So I'm going towards IPAs. I, I love hazies. I'll, I'll do hazies. I love stouts. Um, you know, when, when you start getting towards those, uh, what, do, what do we call them? Like a bready kind of funky yeast. Um, some Belgians, um, you know, I'm not crazy about Hefeweizens. I'm not crazy about some, some uh, wits. I don't, I'm not Triples. crazy about, um, yeah, triples or uh, I, don't, I think I like the Belgian, you know, raisiny type um, type Esters. beers fine. Yeah. But when you go towards like saisons, where they're kind of that, you know, bright but still, uh, you know, um, still very bready and things like that. For some reason, like those yeasts and things just kind of turn me off. But from for other than that, I mean, there's there's not really a style that that I don't like. It's like looking in a mirror, Dan. I know. I I just feel like. <laughs> I feel like Future Ash just came in and was like, stop doing a craft beer podcast. You don't know what you're in for. <laughs> yeah, no, Dan's uh, Dan and I are the same way. I'm more like the traditional. I, I, I always I tend to lean towards the traditional more. And Dan's kind of the same way, like the farmhouse, the Saison. You kind of steer a little more yeah, clear. I, of. Yeah, I, I don't like a lot of like the floral notes that come out of those. I mean, I did have a pretty good farmhouse uh, recently. I mean, God, we just keep naming them, but I'm not going to name them. Because Stickman, they, they did a Kavik farmhouse that was awesome in their experimental series. But yeah, I usually kind of stray from Saisons, but I do like Belgians. Uh, doubles, uh, triples, quads, uh, Belgian pales um, as of like we've had yeah, two a newer style, very yeah. good Belgian pale ales from mm -hmm. uh, two breweries in this area. And that, that was a, that was a, I guess, a, a variety that I was new to and I just took to instantly. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's God, it's like looking in a mirror, it's like looking in, a, <laughs> it, it's looking, it's looking into a mirror. And it's giving me faith that eventually I'll grow a beard. So I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> one day, one day, Dan, we'll yeah. be able to grow beards. One day. Yeah. I'm just going to call you. I'm like, Tom, it's happening. <laughs> I feel bad though. Sometimes like, uh, there's a lot, I, I don't know. I, I hear brewers talk so passionately about saisons and like in most cases, 
it's just not something that, that I like or that I can get into, you know, like tired hands, like Saison hands, I feel like has like a lot more sour going on and it's, you know, a lot more palatable, but like most Saison's I, I just, I'm out on. Yeah. It's also such a, such a wide style of beers that you can say. Yeah. Saison yeah. is so broad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because you can go more Brett and have like, like you said, sour, like it's a little more palatable for you to have more of that Brett Saison where like you're getting a little bit of that natural souring that doesn't come from like the kettle sour or you're like the more popular methods, you're getting that natural fermentation sour going on. <clears throat> and we, we've talked to a bunch of brewers and like, uh, you know the the loggers and the pilsners are like they're they're the brewers beers, but the the saisons and the farmhouses are like the brewers love letters to beer. It's like it's their art. Yeah, yeah, that's when they can really be a brewer. You know, it's it. There's a specific, like you said, there's a specific art form to brewing a, a saison or a farmhouse, and it's just they don't really sell but yeah. you can throw them they all throw them you know now you throw them in the in the bomber bottles with the yeah. cork you say that at like at the lower like i wouldn't say lower level but at like the craft beer level like saison like you know they don't sell but they have their merits but like yeah. you look at like breweries like allagash like they're doing it such a large scale doing open air fermentation mm-hmm. and you know they're selling their you know not saisons, but like you know, their Belgian wheat beers and things like that, like the Allagash White, just yep. flying off of shelves and just flying out of taps. You also look at uh, like a pre-Imbev Goose Island, uh, Sophie. The, Sophie, their, yeah. their saison is yeah. Before their Coors Light beer. put Blue Mountains on it, yeah, their that was that's their best beer, it, in my opinion. Sophie was like anywhere I saw Sophie, I'm I'm ordering that. It was like in a, my opinion, trash. Trash. Whoa. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, Goofy right. and uh, what was the other one you said? Matilda. No, the one with the uh, the the other one that you said. I don't know. It was another. Oh, oh, oh uh, Allagash, Allagash White Trash. Yeah. Straight oh, Trash. Oh, oh. That, that's just me though. Like it's weird. Like I I can, you know, drink a ton of other styles <laughs> and be very very happy, but uh, for some reason those beers like they hit you with the Homer Simpson boo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you guys are into Saison's, a little place that uh, I don't know if you've heard of or explored yet is uh, the Seed down in Atlantic City. We've had talks with them. Yeah, uh, we we were kind of in the midst of scheduling. I know, um, was it Hannah from Naked? She yeah. was the one who got us like in, in contact with them. And gotta reach back out to them. Yeah, we got to reach back out to yeah. them. I mean, they're going to be in this or they're going to be in Pennsylvania soon, right? I haven't heard that. Are they? Are they? they? No, that was sort never mind. I'm thinking source. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, I get source and seed, like all those S names out there in Jersey. I'm not gonna lie, you got me a little excited there, and then you take it away. <laughs> yeah, everyone always see, talks about the seed as like this, you know, they're just doing like beer the right way. Yeah. They're everything they make is so drinkable. Uh when I've, I've both times I've been down there, I think the highest ABV they had was like seven. And it, but it's like a couple different saisons, a couple different pilsners a Brett lager. They had an IPA or two on too, but it's just so drinkable and just, you can, you, you said love letter to beer. Like <laughs> you can feel their love that they, they really craft their beers there. And it's, it's really good. Yeah. And you were at the, uh, Kennett brew fest. So did you have the grisette from seed and naked? So we oh, actually, everything like touches, everything like, Holy shit. Spectacular that, would, beer. that was one of the best beers I've had this year. 
we had Hannah on for a little bit from Naked. And um, yeah, that was one of the beers she brought over was that Grisette. You know, not a whole lot of Grisettes going on in the world. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah. I think the one from Sly Fox. Sly Fox yeah, I was going to say Sly Fox is ago. the one, yeah. That's um, all, but other than that, I don't think I can name another Grisette that you can buy. No, I, I know like the Sly Fox, when they released the Grisette, I'm like, well, now I got to go to the brewery. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> I, I don't think they even release that in cans, do they? Uh they, do they for, did a while ago. They did. I don't know if they do anymore. They used to have it in 12-ounce cans. They, I don't know if they do, but uh, I know this year I had to, I was like, I went to the brewery. So it's that. tough because they're, they they release so many, but like a lot of the, because uh, they have such a good distribution mm -hmm. chain, a lot of the supermarkets didn't have like the ones that I wanted. No. <laughs> like the Christmas ale, like. No, it's the, it's the, they don't have the Christmas ale? I was so surprised. I was like, Wegmans doesn't have the Christmas ale. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the. You got to do the. Uh, that yeah. gave me the uh, the John the uh, James, uh, James Franco from yeah. uh, the interview. The who? <laughs> I, like that. I never saw that. Is that is that a must the watch? The interview. Yeah, it's it low key real good. Yeah, it's, I like all those people. It's just a ridiculous movie. It's hilarious because <laughs> right. they they nail like the uh, the the caricature of uh, Kim Jong Kim, Kim Jong. Yeah, uh, but yeah they. I could see like some of the ones that you really want from Sly Fox are the one going to be the ones that uh, like they might not have it in the in the grocery store. <clears throat> Let's hold off on this one, okay? Just for a second. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the Christmas ale that is uh, that's surprising. Yeah, I mean, even the Oktoberfest, like I couldn't get it at a supermarket. Like even the 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 yeah. Those are two that I would think would sell real hot in the uh, in the in the supermarket. You know, especially like the uh, the the Sly Fox Christmas Ale, the can alone. Yeah, you know, uh, trash. They used to also do that in like a, a bomber size, and it would have like to and from like a little gift yeah. tag on. Yeah, it. I remember that. Yeah, they that yeah that doesn't make much sense to me why those aren't in uh, grocery stores. John's killing me over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the styles, man. I don't even, I don't like those Christmas sales. It's like, what, what are you trying to do? You're trying uh, to make a cake or make a beer. What's Anchor's Christmas ale every year is a Yeah, banger. Christmas ales are great. Some yeah. of them can be a little heavy handed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can get that. Well, on the opposite side, you have a Shriner's uh, holiday cheer that has the peaches in it, like the canned peaches. It's like a nice, like light, like drinkable, like beer. Would you say there's millions of peaches? Sounds oh, yeah. nice. Peaches for me? I've never had that one. Oh, no, you gotta have to get uh, uh, was it Shriner Cheer? Shiner, 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 yeah, sorry, sorry, Philly Shriners, uh, Shiner Cheer. So, uh, Shiner Bach, like that one, yeah, it's same company, yeah, okay. So, Shiner from Texas, they do Shiner Cheer, um, probably one of my favorite like beers of the winter. Celebration Ale, yeah, come on, come on, come on, uh, come on, John, celebration, do I? You have Nevada Celebration, yeah, it's an IPA, I mean, or it's a. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a dark IPA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I like yeah. the fresh hop IPAs. I just don't want like a Christmassy, you know, cinnamon. You oh, cinnamon. Yeah, no, yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't like a Christmas ale. This is just their it, it celebration just comes out like the year end. Yeah. No, no, I like celebration. Yeah, you yeah. like celebration. Everybody likes celebration. This is good. What is this? So this is a uh, Dragon's Milk Reserve. Oh, oh. Double barrel, double bourbon barrel aged out with Madagascar and Indonesian vanilla beans. Mm. Fancy vanilla. Fancy ass vanilla. <laughs> um, what do you say we wrap this up and go over to uh go over to stream Discord. only? 
do a little bonus. Do a little stream only. Yeah, we'll, little uh, cut the audio. Thing. Yeah, we can cut okay. the audio out. Um, what, we, just dance, we just dance there. What What do we do? Uh, so basically, we're just going to do a, like a quick exit uh, where we just kind of run through social media and stuff, and then we re- we, we stay on the, the uh, we yeah we reward the stream. the stream viewers. Yeah, we, we turn the volume everything. down and do just sign language. You got to yes. put those lights in with the uh, with the pole. This is the where yeah, this is where the uh, yeah, the go. premium content comes from. And, and you gotcha. know, fish. <laughs> Fish, as he uh, so properly named himself. Fish. St. Um, <laughs> Bernardus Xmas Ale. Proper, proper Christmas beer. Yeah, that's a good one. Probably trash. <sighs> Not at all. <laughs> the the real Christmas Ale, Dan, we got it back there. Oh, Merry Monks. Merry Monks. That's, that's, our, that's our quote Christmas Ale. Yeah. That's a Christmas beer. That's the one uh, we I'll have everywhere. If you recommend it, I'll try it. A little Weyerbacher. You've never had, you've never had Merry Monks? I don't know. I don't think so. I've had Merriman's. I don't know about you. I don't know, man. We've done so much. Like I, it was maybe I have. I don't know. I stopped checking in on Untapped like four years ago. <laughs> but just got too much. Yeah. Mar- Mary Monks is like the. That's like the Belgian. Yeah. I know. I've seen it. I just. I. I don't know. I haven't gone out of my way to get it. Maybe I've had it at a share, but I can't confirm it. The, so I'll have to the, have it. It's again. the only banana I'll put up with. Okay. It's <laughs> true. All right. Banana. Why don't you guys do your thing? Well, get hit us with you. Uh, you know, what do you, what do you guys have coming up? What plugs do you guys want to do? We are actually wrapped up for our for for the season. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to be year. we're going to be coming back in the new year hard okay. and heavy. Maybe a change of release date. We're, we're discussing yeah. that. We'll throw that out for our listeners to to chew on. Yeah, we may not come out on Fridays anymore. We'll see. We're we're, we're looking into that. But we've got um we're gonna have um some some funk brewing probably coming up here in the new year. Oh, very nice. We got funk brewing. Um, and we're looking at the guys from a movie called Bottle Conditioned, uh, which if you've seen any previews for is all about lambic. It's oh, all about the spontaneous yeah. fermentation. Uh oh. they're setting up a movie and uh we're gonna try and talk to the directors about uh the project they got coming up. Yeah, Should- look it up on uh social media, uh bottle conditioned on you know like Facebook like and Instagram, that. but there's a really cool trailer. They've got uh Trey Fontaine and Kention uh, and oh, all that nice. stuff going on. But it just it looks like a really cool concept. I'm um, just talking about the history of of Lambic and how you know people are so passionate about it, but nobody was buying it, and how things have changed and what goes into you know just crazy aged beers like that. Um, really interesting. So the guy that's directing and putting this movie together is uh, going to be a guest uh, hopefully in the in the new year. Awesome. They should uh they should have named it Lambic. Your smoothie sours are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. um, yeah, thank you so much uh for having us on and um Yeah, thanks it, for doing this. This was super fun. Here with you guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with your guys' knowledge. You know, you're saying you're only doing this for a year, but uh you guys are, are aces and pros and uh it's just an absolute blast to hang out with you and it's making, making me a blush. It's making me blush yeah. over here. <laughs> I was more impressed by having Pete Weber in their little intro that I hear. <laughs> that's, that's what I, I've gravitated on, where to. Is it? Right away. The best clip in the world. <laughs> Have I you seen it. that? You know that? Nope. I'll, have to, I'll oh. show you that. Show you All that right, no, no, no. We'll we'll bring it up in the. Uh, oh we'll, man, we got news. We got another more spam porn. More, porn in the more porn. More porn in the comments. We got more porn in the comments. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Fast okay. tech. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like vagina I feel like I feel like anal's involved in this one. Vagina and sex kites. 
I don't know. Sex kites. <laughs> sex swings aren't enough. We upgraded the sex kites. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. Let's let's do our plugs and then we'll get over to the uh, to the bonus time. Uh, yeah. Speaking of sex kites, let's go over to our bonus time, <laughs> guys. Bonus time. Come on. Uh, bonus time is uh, is the section of the podcast for the stream stream only viewers. So uh, audio, we're uh, we're bidding you adieu and we're heading out. So let's. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is great. We have a lot of good. Uh, Our, the progression involved. is there. The progression is there. <laughs> uh, guys, again, uh, follow, rate, review, uh, five-star party, guys. Uh, social media. Social media, Instagram and Facebook, we make it easy. It's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. Hell yeah. Guys, we have a uh, email too. Uh, we've been getting some great emails uh, yeah. as of late. So uh, don't discount email. Send us a, send us anything like, you know, suggestions, anything you guys want to see on the podcast. It's best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends P O D. Yeah. You know, if you want to send us beer, if you want to, if you're a pod or if you're a brewery from maybe, I don't know, the Massachusetts area that you want to be on the, uh, the podcast, <laughs> you know, you know, shoot us an email. Yeah. Uh, we've got, we've got a lot of stuff in the works yeah, here. We We're not done the season yet. So, uh, next week's going to be kind of our, I guess our season closer. Yeah. Yeah. So L- you know, Christmas episode. Um, last year we did a, a fun, uh, Christmas episode. We like to do, uh, just Dan and I hanging out and yeah, we might have a special guest because yeah, uh, we're going to be doing some stuff in the works yeah. uh, this week. We got uh, we're gonna we're busy, we're busy, yeah, busy. But we're we're busy men. We're, we're busy, busy men with business. We're busy bees. We have our hundredth episode coming up here, so we've got a special uh, we got a special little brewing journey ahead of us here yeah. soon, and we're going to be doing one for our hundredth episode. Uh, so, guys, stay tuned to our social media uh, for that. Um, I don't want to give too much away. We've been, you know, hinting at it for the yeah. last couple episodes, but uh, yeah, we're getting back into our uh, collab game again. We're going to be hanging out with another brewery. We're and- get, getting back in our bag. As the oh kids man, say. yep. I'm gonna we're getting back in the bags. You know, we're gonna mash in. It's gonna be a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm stoked on it. Uh, so this week is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned on social media for that, guys. Yep. Um, um, I think that's, I mean, do we have anything else to plug? Well, we're hopping over to, uh, we're, we're just going to do stream only here. Uh, so it'll be on, uh, on Twitch and, uh, and YouTube. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash best, best friends podcast, twitch.tv slash best, best friends P O D. I love all of our P O D drops. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, follow, rate, review. Um, shoot us a, a, a five star party. You already went through that. Um, tell all your friends about the podcast. If you like our podcast, uh, your friends might like it. Tell them about it. If you like our podcast, you're probably going to like Might Be Brews podcast. Tell them about Might Be Brews podcast. We can all do this together, guys. It's a collaboration, yeah. guys. All of our links are in our bios. You just go to whatever social media we already talked about. Hit up the link in our bio. Everything's yep. there. You guys are at Might Be Brews on everything. Yeah, the Instagrams, your Facebooks, your Twitters. Sometimes it's at Might Be Bruise. Sometimes it's at Might Be Bruise podcast. But if you get Might Be Bruise in there, I'm sure you'll find it on whatever platform you're on. There you go. Um, Pretty quick to find. Yeah, that about wraps it up, huh, Dan? Yeah, let's get uh, let's get into a little bonus time. We have one more beer to do here, and they just cracked one. So, yeah. all right, Daniel, you know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> and you have, a, you have a special request. Special requ- request. 
Uh, all right, everybody. It's not goodbye forever. It's just. And this one goes out to Paired Pints at yeah. Paired Pints. So, guys, uh, follow. AKA Moist Hands. AKA Moist Hands on Twitch <laughs> if you want to follow him there. It's disgusting name. So, we'll say on Instagram <laughs> at Paired Pints. Uh, he does great things with beer and food. Uh, so, give him a follow. Yeah, check it out. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, always remember. Always remember in, the, in your heart of hearts. Uh, you know, we, we were talking at new revelations have come up. We, we talked about the Clinton family killing uh, Jeffrey Epstein, but it was actually Dr. Oz that killed Jeffrey Epstein. I knew it. He's responsible. I knew it. All right, everybody. Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 97. We're out. See friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom best best friends pod hosted by dan and tom this podcast is hosted by two bros by two bros so crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette, a cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. FC.